is my boomstick, and this is Ion Horror. Groovy. Hello, horror fans, and welcome back to another episode of Ion Horror. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Joining me, as always, is uh, my co-host, Miles. Hello. What's up, buddy? Every day is a gift, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> we are. It, no, today's not a gift in some ways because we are Chrysalis. We are Chrysalis. boy. Sad, sad tale. He's the boy's busy man lately, so we're cutting him some slack. He's got to miss a couple episodes, and that's all right because he's better in his life. He's getting himself a home. Hell yeah! But uh, in his place, we have one of our best friends in the entire world, and someone that all of us from the Goon Platoon say is the nicest man alive in the whole entire world. It's from the comic book keepers. It's Lance. Hi, buddy. Hey, what's going on? I get to be on High on Horror. Yes, thank you. I'm very Lance excited. is our number one fan. I, I am. <laughs> and I will go up against anyone that says they're a bigger fan. This is such an amazing podcast. Thanks, Lance buddy. champions this show all the time. It's <laughs> true. So happy I do. to have you. Oh, man, this is a long time coming. It is. Yeah. I, I have. I can now cross off. I've been on all of your individual podcasts, and now your <laughs> your combined uh, oh, like dark trinity podcast. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh. You got the all four corners. Good yeah. job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done it. And we've all been on your show. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we need to Speaking all be on your time. show at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that'd be amazing. We need to, we need to pick like a comic event to cover and then just get everyone's perspective on it. We for sure need to do that. Jason we'll find a four Jason. issue run and we'll each read one issue. Oh, there we well, go. Well, isn't Well, we could totally pick like a horror comic. Like we could also oh, do like yeah. Ash like Ash versus whatever. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Ash versus There's Freddy a lot we could do. Jason. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so down. A movie at one point. Yeah, and we got screwed out of it. Yeah. Speaking of Ash, we're doing uh, Army of Darkness this week. Lance picked Army of Darkness, and yeah. we were happy to oblige. Yeah. After two failed other attempts of saying we should do this yeah. movie, no. He picked some heavy hitters. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris apparently wanted to be involved on his podcast, so whatever. Yeah. But Lance is going to come back for one of them. Yes, for sure. Come back for Sinister. Yeah, yeah, I I love Sinister, so I'm excited for that one. The fact yeah, that yeah. Chris named the two movies that you picked first as his top five, it was like, <laughs> uh, we should, probably shouldn't do those ones. <laughs> Just the week before, because your other pick was Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. The mm-hmm. week before, Chris's spooky thing was that he bought the steelbook for Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this is just one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I love Cabin in the Woods. That was one of those those movies that the trailer showed you nothing. So I went yeah. to the movie theater and they started in like the office. And I was like, what did we go into the wrong theater? It's like, what is happening right now? I remember I didn't see it till it came out on DVD and my brother, I went to my brother's house and he had rented it and he had seen it and I didn't. And he's like, you have to watch this right now. And the whole time I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know, right? <laughs> But before Such we get into movie. it, you know, the Army of Darkness, we all did some spooky stuff lately, haven't we? Lance, tell us about some spooky stuff you've been getting into lately. Uh, well, aside from the uh, spooky uh, poops that my daughter's doing in her divers right now, that, that's a little mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, let's see, what, what have I been doing that scary lately? 
let, let's go. Did I say something earlier? Nope. <laughs> I feel like I have dad brain yeah, right you now. You said you had something, yeah. I, d- I probably did. I have dad brain right now, though. I'm forgetting it. Let's circle back to me. I, I know okay. I'll think of something. What about you, Josh? You doing anything spooky? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, last week's episode, we did Night of the Demons. And in the meantime, I watched the trailer for Night of the Demons 2. And I've discussed it with Miles, and we're going to continue to do the rest of that trilogy because it looked pretty cool. <laughs> and the first one was such a pleasant surprise. We're wondering if this is like a uh, hidden gem of a trilogy of films. It was pretty solid. I love the first yeah. one. First one. Lance, you ever seen Night of the Demons? Uh, I th- Remind me what it is. I see so many random horror movies. It's kind of like Return of the Living Dead. It's that style of a movie. These kids have a party at like a broken down mortuary, and there's a demon in the basement that starts possessing all of them. Mm. It's it's different from like House of the Demon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't seen that one. No, you have to even if you just watch it for the intro. It has this animated intro that's fucking amazing. It's all like spooky Halloween with this like video game esque music. It's mm. fantastic. That's it's awesome. real good. It's real good. It's always free on Pluto. Like, it's been on Pluto for years. <laughs> it's just always <laughs> there. So, yeah, check that shit out. Yeah. And the second one looks... It looks like it's filmed exactly the same. Like, they had the same basement and everything. Like, it's the same exact house. Oh, cool. They seem to just rebuild it. It looks really good. So, yeah, I'm down to see it. And we'll bring Zach back on, right, Zach? Yeah, Zach will definitely be back on. I think I mentioned it to him, and he's like, Fuck, yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so some of my spooky things, I've done a bunch of spooky things. Um, I'm dr- currently drinking a beer called the Glow Sun, and uh, it's Army of Darkness themed, I think. It's, uh, there's a gal, <laughs> Sweet. Look, she's looking into a green abyss, and she's sitting on a pile of skulls. So that's yeah. sort of uh, Army of Darkness themed. It's very metal. It's very metal. <laughs> uh, the, the taste of it is not, but uh, you know, it's, it could be worse. And um, my other spooky thing is I started playing an old game I have. I got kind of tired of all the fighting games I've been playing. Like, there's only so many times you can beat Marvel vs. Capcom to be like, okay, I really have exhausted this game. I have all the outfits, whatever. So I put (laughs) back in Mortal Kombat XL. It's the Mortal Kombat 10 with all of the DLC. And the DLC includes Freddy. Or no, includes Jason. It includes Leatherface. It includes Alien, and it includes Predator. So I've been Jason just laying waste to all the <laughs> Mortal Kombat characters. So good. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I I remembered my my spooky thing. What is that? Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, so I, I just went to the theater and saw Nope. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so I still have no idea how I should feel about this movie. <laughs> I, I walked out and I looked at my wife and I was like, how do you feel? And she's like, I have no idea. I was like, me too. Uh, <laughs> like it's, it's filmed really well. It's interesting. Uh, but maybe not my favorite Jordan Peele film, but it's, it's very, it's entertaining. At least it's slow at parts though, but it's like a slow burn. Uh, was it scary at all? There were parts that, tried to be scary there there was one part that you're like you're like oh crap and then all of a sudden it's like explained away and you're like oh it's nah. whatever it, it's not scary exactly it wasn't the scariest movie but uh, i did just see prey and there's some pretty Ooh. epic horror not like it's supposed to be like you know like action thriller type thing but there's some 
horror elements in there for sure. The kills in there are very horror themed. So that movie's awesome. I loved Prey. Yeah. I have not seen a single bad word about it. Everything I've seen about it has been yeah, positive. It's all the getting way to the top. rave reviews, which you don't get for sci fi horror very much. I am shocked they didn't put this in theater. Like, I, I have no idea why they didn't do it. Because it's a phenomenal Probably film. Probably because the last ones did so bad. The last one they, was bad, though. They messed <laughs> up because they should have switched which one went directly to streaming. Because this like one Predators was good, bank. but it didn't do very well either. So yeah. like, financially, they had like an Alien vs. Predator and then two Predator movies that didn't do very well. Yeah, this, this one, though, is very well done. The cinematic yeah. shots in it are like far superior to anything they've done before. Probably watch it tomorrow night then. I think it might be my film for the night. Hell yeah. 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 I let me know what you guys think after you watch it because it is legit. It's amazing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Great recommendations, buddy. Good good spooky stuff. Yeah. But uh yeah, why don't we get into the movie for this week, Lance? You brought us Army of Darkness. An absolute classic. I would like you to take us back to the an age where you first saw this film. How old were you? Where were you? Ooh. I was probably, I had to have been like 13 or something when I saw this movie for the first time. Uh, I definitely watched it at a buddy's house, uh, most likely during like a like a sleepover or something. And I just remember thinking it was one of the most ridiculous films I had ever seen, but I <laughs> loved it. It's so weird and campy, and it is easily the most Sam Raimi movie that has ever Sam Raimi'd. Uh, it, sure. it it goes so hard with the campiness, but it's so enjoyable. Had you seen either of the Evil Dead movies before this? No, uh, no. This was my no. first time seeing seeing Me these too. movies. I watched I watched Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two after. Yeah, so I haven't. I still haven't seen either of the originals all the way through because I've always just loved Army of Darkness. Yeah, it, it's one of those those films that you don't need to see the other two to enjoy. You can just jump into the. Yeah, it makes enough sense at the quick beginning that they give you that it's like, oh yes, that's weird, but I guess that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, within within just like a matter of seconds of the film, they just intro you to like what happened in the other film, and it's like, and he chopped his arm off because it was like infected with true evil, and then he, you see him have a chainsaw arm, and you're like, okay, I'm sold on this film immediately. Yeah. Chainsaw arm is what fucking seals the deal it's amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can't not love a good dude with a shotgun and a chainsaw hand <laughs> the the first evil dead movie you watch it and it's legit a horror movie until the finale like the climax of the movie then it becomes one of the funniest comedies <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> at the end uh, since you haven't seen it i don't want to spoil too much of it but it like we from do them on here from the like the last 20 minutes of the first one on it became a weird slapstick comedy <laughs> for some reason but the the beginning of the first one is awesome and then the remake is incredible it's so scary like that one freaked me out when i watched it drunk by myself six years ago but yeah it's so good <laughs> so this movie is uh, more of the slapstick silly time yeah yeah, the the you guys loved the the remake. It was it was too much for me. It was a lot. The dude got stabbed in the eye with the fucking needle, and the chick threw up all over his face. I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> so, all that happened in like a five second period. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've watched the remake. 
It is vicious. Dude, it's brutal. They're co- I've seen the ending, and the ending's really cool. <laughs> it's brutal. Man, like, body horror is gross, but, like, just the ominous feeling of the whole movie and, like, the events of the movie are just like the first one, except brutal. It's so good. It's so good. But uh, this movie is not brutal. <laughs> um, some chewed up faces. There's some chewed up faces. So, like, do you want to go through the plot pretty much beat for beat, or do we want to just kind of roundabout talk about it? Oh uh, yeah, we can give like a loose run through real quick. But I don't think we have to be super detailed. Everybody's seen this fucking movie. I didn't see it. Like I saw it when I was a little kid, and uh, in my adult life, this is the first time I watched it. Spent four ninety nine to watch it, and I was like, "This was worth four ninety nine. Like I'm into this." So, <laughs> yeah, it's like D and D, but also Evil Dead. W- yeah. What more could yep. you want? <laughs> I watched this when I was like, yeah, like eleven or twelve in there at my buddy's house, and I just remember being like, "What is this? <laughs> like I've never <laughs> heard of this movie. How did they? How have I never heard of this?" And then my brother got like a eighteen inch ash like posable action figure he had the fucking detachable chainsaw arm and shit i was like that's fucking awesome (laughs) like i need that i forgot that this movie was slapstick silly time like i came into it like how are they gonna make this scary and the answer was they don't (laughs) yeah they don't even try yeah but like sam raimi i feel like sam raimi is just a little gay for Bruce Campbell. Like, there's so much Bruce <laughs> yeah. Campbell in this movie, it's outrageous. Just every character is Bruce Campbell. Every moment of the plot is Bruce Campbell. Like, oh, and then all the bad guys are also Bruce Campbell. Like, come on now. I'm not a huge fan of him. Of Bruce, yeah, you don't like Bruce Campbell. Not that much. Like, I don't hate him, but he's just the same in every fucking movie. Yeah, but he's but, supposed to be. That's kind of yeah. This this is the movie to just watch for Bruce Campbell though. Like if you're gonna see something, you're like, like just trying to like encompass this person in a movie. This is the movie for it. Come on down for the Bruce Campbell showcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he does. He him. I mean, it, there's a lot of Bruce Campbell in this movie. There's miniature Bruce Campbells running yeah. around. <laughs> well, also the fact like Bruce Campbell has a cameo in every spot. Like Sam Raimi Spider Man movie, Sam and, and, yeah. and he also has one in Multiverse of Madness. Like, Sa- yeah. of course, Sam Raimi loves, uh, <laughs> freaking loves Bruce Campbell. He also, Pizza Papa. <laughs> yeah, he he also really loves uh, Lucy Lawless. So Xena, because yeah. he did the Xena show, and then I didn't know this until after the fact, but the statue uh, from Multiverse of Madness, like when they're with like the Illuminati thing, there's a statue of a yeah. warrior person and afterwards Jamie was like yeah that's Xena yeah yeah I saw that that's awesome <laughs> Josh and I once laid eyes on Sam Raimi and we were too bashful to go say hi that was Ted Raimi his brother oh I was, okay. I was about to say was it one of his like 19 brothers that he also writes yeah. and directs in films Ted Raimi who's also in every fucking mm-hmm. Sam Raimi movie he was in this yeah. movie twice <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he's in all the Evil Deads yeah, we saw him once at a horror convention. Josh drove down here for the first time we met in person, and we drove to Gettysburg, I believe is where it was. Yeah. And uh, we went into this like, horror hey, convention. Okay, there's Ted Raimi. <laughs> yep, it was a very, very small convention. We're like, there's Ted Raimi, and then there's the fourth person who died in Halloween 3. Like, there was, <laughs> there was a pretty big, distinct jump in 
famousness. <laughs> there were a couple people there that I knew. Like, I recognized them, but I couldn't, I didn't know what their name was, and I didn't want to be rude and be like, so I know you're a celebrity yeah, sitting at this table, but tell me who you are. And so I just smiled awkwardly with my arms at my side and just shuffled away. Yeah, there, there's sometimes where I see people that do traveling conventions, and I'm just like, how, how do you afford to, like, pay these travel fees to go to all these places? Because I'll see them at their booths, and there's no one there. Like you said, like, the fifth person to die in Halloween 27, and you're like, right. how? <laughs> how is this your ticket to fame, and how are you affording anything right now? I always get this movie confused with Prince of Darkness, and they're very, very different movies. They are very different movies. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Prince of Darkness. It's not good. I just watched it. It's John not good. Carpenter. It's John Carpenter, and the like. The big twist at the end was it was John Carpenter. So you know, it's fuck. <laughs> and like, there's a point I was watching it, and I was like, "Is that Alice Cooper? That's Alice Cooper. Why is he in this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the height of the movie for me. Oh yeah. Anyway, so this movie. Uh, it's a fish out of water movie where Bruce Campbell as Ash ends up in D and D time. They're like, this guy's a weirdo. And they throw him in a pit where he has to fight an evil witch. And he fights his way out and he starts shooting a shotgun. And he's like, this is my boomstick. That's probably the most famous line from this movie. What do you guys think? Yeah. This is my boomstick is, is a big one. That and uh, give me some, give me some sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me some sugar. Groovy. Yeah. I I just want to point out the fact that like so Bruce Campbell's character so Ash lands in this time period and immediately there's like King Arthur's people and they've already enslaved uh, Duke Henry the Red like Red's people and they're like he must be with Duke Henry and I'm just like looking around and it's like okay all of King Arthur's men are full on like medieval knight wearing gear then you have then you have Duke Henry's people that are all wearing like red and and, and like their garb and then they see ash and they're like yeah he even though he looks nothing like any of duke red's people he has to be with them he's got a gun and a chainsaw hand he's like, like yeah he that has, tracks he has pleated pants he must be with those weirdos well i also love that he goes from immediately being real skinny in part two to being extremely buff in this one yeah he's shredded he's in like super good shape <laughs> He's, like, doing yeah, backflips and shit in this movie. <laughs> like, this is the height of Bruce Campbell. Yeah. He had he definitely had his shirt ripped in certain scenes perfectly just so you can see his abs <laughs> from the side. Speaking this of... This movie was originally going to be called Medieval Dead. Oh, really? I like that, I like that title. That That's really cool. Movie. That would have been That's a awesome. title. Um, so, speaking of backflips and shit... There are several times where he fights witches in this movie, and they're all Bruce Lee Kung Fu masters. Those <laughs> yep. parts made yeah. me laugh so hard, where they're just like, Wah! and they fucking karate <laughs> chopping people and throwing fire and stuff. Like, it's so ridiculous. I love the fact that every single time when they get, like, knocked out and they fall down and they close their eyes, and then they, it's just, like, the slow they pan of, like, up. walking up to them instead of attacking them, and then their eyes open and they pop back up for another attack. <laughs> it's every single time. Every time. Yeah, it literally happens every single time he fights anybody in this movie. <laughs> Even at the end. 
So um, the plot becomes that the the witner the wizard of the court says the only way to get you back home is to get the Necronomicon, which is the plot of all of these movies is go get the Necronomicon. So yep. uh, he embarks on an epic quest where he goes into a haunted cemetery to get the Necronomicon, and he's given these words to say, and the last one starts with N, and there's a pretty funny N-word joke in there, and uh, then we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> so then evil darkness chases him, and it's just like the first two movies. Did you? Yeah, I assume you picked up on that, Lance. Yeah, yeah, it's done the exact same way. It it does these really cool zoom shots where they basically do a practical effect of like ripping trees in half and it's showing like the darkness that goes through all of them while they're chasing him. It's pretty cool. I I just like the fact that like he shows up to try and get the Necronomicon. He's supposed to say those three words. He messes up on the last one, but he also doesn't. Re- There's three of them, and he doesn't know which one to get. So like one of them sucks him down into like a tunnel portal thing, and it makes his face all long. <laughs> Another one basically chomps down on his fingers and then turns into a bat and attacks him that way. And then finally, he picks up the other one after he says the wrong words, starts heading back to the kingdom, and this is when he's getting chased by that that dark spirit. He single-handedly raises the army of the darkness because he didn't know the right word. He's like, it must start with an N. It started with an N. (laughs) <laughs> like he doesn't yeah, say he's, anything Clato Verata Necra It's really funny There was a mobile game For Army of Darkness that came out like It has to be like at least 10 or 15 years ago It's discontinued <laughs> now you can't play it But it was one of those like castle defense games And you would just Summon different like knights and stuff to be able to defend the castle against the deadites and all of the different deadites that you see in this movie are in the game cool. so like there's <laughs> the battering ram that comes up there's like the deadite with the curvy horns that like all of them like even the witch like sheila witch is there too oh, and, no shit. and it was pretty funny because the way he summons different things to protect himself he says those three words but he says the last one wrong every time <laughs> <laughs> That game was amazing. Speaking of the of the witch lady, the, the is starts off as his love interest and then becomes a witch. Uh, do you know who she is? Do you know what else she's in? Nope. I she's the she's the good teacher from Matilda, the nice lady that she wants to adopt her, Mrs. I, Buttercup or whatever her name is. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's the same lady. That's crazy. Wow, they she looks completely different in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the height of her fame was in the 90s. Like, I looked her up, and every movie was, like, classic film that everyone loves from the 90s. She had a career back then, and then she turned into an evil witch who tried to kill Bruce Campbell, and, you know, yeah. that's a career Poor ender Ash. if you try and kill Bruce Campbell. Poor Ash got to kill his own girlfriend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh-huh. that's the whole reason, like... So, Ash goes, gets the Necronomicon, brings it back so that he can be sent home... And he says he like holds up his part of the bargain, but then they all realize that he didn't say the right word, so it summoned the army that's going to come and pick up the Necronomicon. And so when you have that all going on, he's like, send me home. And they're like, fine, whatever, we'll basically all be screwed. But then that's when Sheila gets taken away, and so he stays, he's like, fine, I'll help you so I can help the girl. The demon that takes her away is the coolest demon in the movie. Like, it's like a winged gargoyle guy, 
and it's pretty <laughs> much the only one that's not a skeleton or a mini Bruce Campbell. So, like, that one's pretty cool. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Campbell was wearing the outfit. <laughs> Probably. It's we like, I want to beat every part of the film. We forgot to mention that Bruce Campbell made a robot arm at one point. <laughs> like yeah, a robot, a robot hand. hand. We yes. also forgot to mention that he, he gets infected by the spirit and miniature versions of himself yes. pop up. That then he winds up having they get they go down his throat and he gets like a Siamese twin of himself. <laughs> yes. That he eventually cuts off and kills the, with a chainsaw. There's there's some cool body horror moments with that. So it, that's after he gets like he's being chased by the spirit, goes into a windmill, and he breaks a mirror inside of the windmill, which then leads to all those like mini versions of him coming out, and then they're able to basically tie him down and jump down his throat. <laughs> Uh, Gulliver travel him and yeah. tie him up. Uh huh. And then he drinks like hot water to burn the one that went oh. inside of him, which is horrendous. Uh, but then, it, did you guys notice like the error when he becomes like the Siamese twin person? What's the error? So too many legs or something. When when they're showing him, so he like pulls open his shirt and there's like the eyeball that's in his shoulder, which is super cool. I love the mm-hmm. way they did that practically. That looked amazing. But then the like evil twin starts popping out on his right side, which is the side where he has the metal hand. And then oh, once they yeah. once they split though, the evil one has a normal hand and he has the metal hand. Oh. Yep. I actually did notice that. I was like, so that's how you tell them apart. That's why it's not like, no, he's the bad guy. No, he's the bad guy. Yeah, they just put it on the wrong side. Yep. (laughs) I feel that's also why they chopped up his face, so you could be like, yeah, this is uh, noticeably not Bruce Campbell. (laughs) And he cuts him into pieces and buries him, but then that's the main bad guy of the movie is Bruce Campbell. (laughs) So much Bruce Campbell. (laughs) But he has a cool-ass fucking skeleton helmet. He does. He has an awesome (laughs) skeleton helmet. And uh, I'd be remiss not to mention, so they they kidnap uh, Ash's girlfriend, Sheila, and they fly her back to uh, Evil Ash, and Evil Ash corrupts her by making out with her, and two women walk by who aren't wearing shirts for no reason whatsoever, (laughs) and that's the boob report. Yeah, never explained. Never explain Ever. no reason. Just the, two women topless walk by. It's called entertainment, boys. There's no there's no other women that they have the rest of the film. There's no women with them. And they don't come back. It's just to be like walk by, your your nipples are covered by your hair, but they're girls who are topless. I I remember <laughs> watching that when I was a kid and thinking, Did I just see what I think I just saw? Like what what happened? Why was right? that like, there? It's a brief little fever dream where you're like, Did that really just happen? Okay, sure. <laughs> Fuzzy cable at three AM? What? <laughs> Story of my life, bro. So yeah, then the big battle ensues and honestly, it's Helm's Deep before Helm's Deep. Like, absolutely. Yeah, it's so good. They, like, fight off. They're like, we must protect the book. Why? Why do you have to protect the book that bad? You really don't. You could have just given it to him and been like, all right, toodaloo. Go live in the woods. <laughs> I, I think they said that if the Army of Darkness gets the Necronomicon, then there's, like, darkness over the entire kingdom or something like that. Like, they just... Prov- he basically... Ash made everything worse because he raised the army of the dead 
and then almost like just straight up handed them the Necronomicon, like destroying any chance the civilization has at peace. So, like, Ash is the real villain of the story. He's just screwing everything up for these people. But he's also the hero, and he's also in the middle between good and evil. He's everybody in this movie. <laughs> he is everywhere. He's everywhere. But I, I, I love the fact that the way they defend the castle is him taking a Chemistry 101 book out of the trunk of his car <laughs> and then making gunpowder to then, like, put on arrows to make exploding arrows. And so the archers are, like, shooting them into the, like, the advancing forces of the undead, and they're just exploding. But did you notice that, like, the bags were already on fire when they were being shot? I'm like, <laughs> those things would have exploded way before those archers had a chance to shoot <laughs> they had little hemp fuses on them they were like they did fucking eight inches long so they'd light them and shoot them and as a man who has used hemp to light other things um it doesn't burn that fast you'd be surprised it really doesn't burn that fast uh, the show's called high on horror folks um, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, as a man who's used hemp rope to light things, it actually burns real slow. So I, I didn't, I didn't find that too unbelievable. Lance, you would have no idea. But no, no, I'm <laughs> saying if you so like it going slow, perfectly normal. There are arrows that are already lit on fire. Like yeah, the flame, the flame, flame. Yeah, it is engulfed in flame before they shoot. Those things would have exploded. Those are essentially grenades that are on fire and should explode yes. his faces off. Yeah, Those, that was honestly the coolest part of the movie. Was when they were doing all that. It was like chapter one: how to make gunpowder. <laughs> Did they was that his not the first car into the war wagon? Yes, that yeah. was so cool. It's so good. I kind of want to find a, a miniature of that and print it on my three D printer because that was pretty fucking cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so they they look like they're winning that battle, and because that war wagon is just like they put a windmill basically in the front of it, so they turn the car into uh, a battle bot essentially, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's just like whacking through all of these freaking just regular skeletons, and I love how flimsy the skeletons are in this active part of the film because they just get like touched and they crumple to pieces. <laughs> the least effective militia of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but they the only reason that the kind of like tide of the battle changes is because ash sees his girl sheila and he just for some reason instead of hitting the brakes on the death machine he like veers it to the side and just obliterates it yeah yeah that was the critical fail of this movie was like oh you could have literally slammed on the brakes and been like get out of the way nope Let's knock it completely over and just flip this bitch. Yep. Ash, you stupid motherfucker. I, I also had the thought, too, like, okay, so these skeletons are just falling apart when you even touch them, right? Like, why, why did you even need to put the spinning wheel of death on your car? You could have just hit them with your car. <laughs> yeah, just drive through. Just Man drive through them. only has so much gas. <laughs> In the 90s, that was like... A dollar a gallon. That was very expensive. <laughs> Gosh. Can we play? Can we, can we just go back to the 90s? Uh, for more reasons than one, my friend. But uh, then we be it's become swashbuckling movie. Everyone's sword fighting. And uh, evil Bruce Campbell's real good at sword fighting. He is. 
and regular Bruce Campbell has unlimited ammo for his double barrel shotgun. And a chainsaw for a hand. And a chainsaw <laughs> for a hand. So what does he use as a weapon? He dual wields long swords. Makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is a point where he's fighting a skele- multiple skeletons with his right arm, and he's fighting the main bad guy with his left arm, and he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would be such a worse swordsman if you gave me two of them instead of just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this would not be an effective <laughs> mode of fighting. You can play D&D, though. You know you don't get a uh, proficiency bonus on the other hand, but you get to wield two. Yeah, that's why I just use Great Weapon Master. Two hand on one weapon, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Get some reach with a halberd. Anyway, mm-hmm. D&D. Um, so, yeah, the the main main evil Bruce Campbell makes it all the way to the book. And Sheila jumps out, and she's fucking up Bruce Campbell, and he's just like, fuck you, baby, and he throws her over the thing. <laughs> like, it's, there's so many, like, fucking, what's his name from Star Wars, uh, Han Solo awesome. moments. It, definitely the character is drawn from Han Solo. <laughs> I love you. I know. <laughs> so much of that. And uh, he, he lights evil Bruce Campbell on fire, and then I don't think it's Bruce Campbell anymore. It's just some guy in a skeleton outfit. <laughs> and then Unless Bruce who, Campbell really committed to yeah. losing weight for the role. Right. Bruce like, oh, I always wanted to wear a fire suit. Strap me up. <laughs> and then who comes at the light of dawn but... Duke the, Henry. Duke Henry comes riding down like it's Rohan coming and messing up all these guys <laughs> at, at Helm's Deep. <laughs> And uh, and then they win. How does evil Bruce Campbell die? I don't remember. He gets. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. How could I have epic. forgotten? He yeah. lands on a trebuchet <laughs> that is full of gunpowder, <laughs> and he has a nice little speech about how you'll never stop him. And then he and gets then, turned into a firework. And much like the giants in Skyrim. <laughs> just gets shot straight up into the sky and explodes. And uh, I can think of few ends of main bad guys that are better than that. It's pretty yeah, great. That's, that's peak, uh, like, big bad endings right there. For sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, yep, so peace is, is fulfilled. Everybody's happy. The two factions become best pals. Um, and then somebody else take over what happens here. Speaking, oh, we we had an Smart ad in the the beginning of the movie, so then yeah. it's it becomes apparent that he works at Smart. Yeah. yeah. So shop smart, shop Smart. Smart, fucking love it. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is back in uh, present day. He's working at Smart, which is like a Walmart, Kmart situation. And uh, he's telling he's been telling this entire tale to this like female employee, and then a fucking witch pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> Old lady turns into a witch. Ted he Raimi. Like he dead... was talking to Ted Raimi. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, is he talking <laughs> yeah, to Ted Raimi? Yeah, it's Ted Raimi. <laughs> and then fucking he has a death battle with a witch inside the Esmar. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Do, do you do you remember why the witch is there? Uh uh-uh. uh it's because when he said the words to go back home, he said them wrong again. That's right. He said the wrong <laughs> N-word. So, so, yeah. So he got sent back, but it's the same thing. The evil was able to follow him. And so that's why it was there. 
and that is why the evil is there for the rest of the franchise. Like the Ash vs. Mm-hmm. the they Evil should've. Dead three seasons of bad guys is because, whoops, forgot to say the right N word. Did you? Did you? Either of you watch that show? Yes, I loved that show. Really? Yeah, I watched the first season. And I really liked it. And I had just forgot to go back after that. I had so much fun. It's so weird, but I freaking loved it. And again, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, that's true. After a few episodes of Burn Notice, I was like, I'm out on the Bruce Campbell game. I don't really care anymore. You don't want to watch Briscoe County Jr.? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but maybe. <laughs> it's a Western show with Bruce it's Campbell. It's a cowboy show. Yeah. Really? Is he the main uh-huh. guy and does He's his the main face guy. stretch for no reason? Uh, he no. also had a sh- show where he was like a, tar- uh, a uh, Zorro-esque character. Oh, no, I don't remember that one. He was like a masked, whatever you want to, like french like uh three musketeers type of era person (laughs) oh what before so before he goes back to like normal time there was another error that i caught that i'd never noticed before so like after the battle and then like king arthur and duke henry like embrace and everyone's like yay we're friends we're not gonna kill each other anymore uh, which probably changed like after a month after the events of it. They're like, eh, screw each other. Let's take right. over each other's kingdoms. Uh, oh, the so they, they run over to Ash to celebrate. Then the whole thing zooms out again and it shows King Arthur and Duke Henry embracing exactly the same way they did a second ago. <laughs> and then they also again run over to Ash again <laughs> like they hadn't already done it. And I had never noticed it. <laughs> The old repeat. I, King Arthur's hair in this movie. Oh, it's so upsetting. That, I, 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 I literally wrote a note down for that. I said, the scariest thing in this movie is King Arthur's hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so off-putting. It's kind of like... Uh, like a fucking bowl cut that's also like hat head <laughs> yeah I, I i thought i thought will's haircut from stranger things season four was bad <laughs> but dear goodness <laughs> king arthur's hair is an abomination surprised that thing didn't summon the army of darkness so i saw this when i was a little kid and there's one line that i think of when they're like oh you should watch army of darkness and there's like a half a skeleton crawling towards Bruce Campbell and he has a knife in his teeth and he goes, I'll cut your gizzard out. And that was when I learned what the word gizzard means. And that's also the only memory I had of this movie. <laughs> I just remembered like how the unspoken MVP of this film is the blacksmith. It's just like he's he the one that helps up. build all the stuff. <laughs> Every time there's like nobody wants to help Ash, he's always the first one that just like looks at the camera and just like nods. And then everyone else will start to agree with everything. So nothing would have gotten done in this movie without the blacksmith. Yeah, he's the man. He he helps build him a fucking mechanical hand like some straight up Avengers shit. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Bruce Campbell was other- so mean to that girl. He was like, this is robots you wouldn't understand <laughs> he's yeah. so mean to her and then he's like ash, let's yeah. make a move yeah ash does not co- like the ca- this character would not go over well with audiences nowadays he, no. he's like super misogynistic <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not the greatest but they poke fun of that a lot oh they ash do evil dead which is great exactly they because he's supposed to be like this ladies man through like evil dead mm-hmm. army of darkness and then he's just very much not in, in the show on. Uh-huh. <laughs> we also got i i like to call it very early on in the movie when he's down in the pit 
they throw one of uh, Duke Henry's men in, and then it just turns into a blood geyser. That's so good. <laughs> Part's I, amazing. I do remember as a little kid being like, what happened? Because when Bruce Campbell goes in there, there are no blood geysers. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bite ya. <laughs> like, just pop, popped him like a grape. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Very wild. Whatever, whatever got that person was already full <laughs> when, yeah. when Ash went down. <laughs> whatever the trash monster is from Star Wars, that's what it was. Anyway... So, enough Star Wars references. Here we are at the end of Army of Darkness, the selection from Lance. I would like to know how we all feel about it. Josh, you did a commentary on Four Nerds by Nerds. How do you feel about it this time around? Yeah, lost episode. The audio got messed up. Oh, uh, oh that's that right. Sucks. Yeah. Well, before we do that, we need a rating system. Lance, you're the guest. You need to give us a rating system, sir. <laughs> Blood geysers. Blood geysers is pretty right. good. How, how many fives? My, uh, uh, how, many, how many blood geysers out of five? Hold on. My submission is Bruce Campbell's. It's the only <laughs> one. How many Bruce Campbell's out of Bruce Campbell do you give this? Yeah. Ch- chainsaw arms. Chainsaw hands. Chainsaw arms. That's true. Robot hands. We'll do them all. How many blood guys at Bruce Campbell robot hand chainsaw hands do you give this movie? <laughs> you also I'd say, have to I'll say give it. A, I'll give it a 4.5 blood guys at robot hand chainsaw hands. What was the other Bruce one? Campbell? Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's. <laughs> out of five. Uh, I really like it. It's. I wish it there was somewhat scary, but it's, it's so enjoyable to not really give a shit. <laughs> so, yeah, 4.5. Yeah, uh, I love this movie. It's it's so much fun. Like it, it's it's a movie I go back to regularly. I know it's it. I know we're not doing a five out of five on this one. I think I I have to give it a four point five. What are we saying? Blood geyser, Bruce Campbell, chainsaw arms. I I, I got robot hands. There we go. Yep. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I would give it the four point five just because my other my other two recommendations would be fives. But <laughs> I had to figure out my third option. Kakoa Shaw, we will not see the sweet kiss of your lips today. <laughs> but I give this one a 3.5 because I'm not a huge Bruce Campbell fan. A 3.5 Bruce Campbell robot hand, chainsaw hand, blood geyser. In, the, in a different order. No order matters. I got them all. Yep. 3.5 because there are many scenes where Bruce Campbell is reacting to nothing that are like so funny but so not scary like the whole time this whole movie i'm like that's bruce campbell there's no point where i was like that's ash no 100 percent of the time i was like that's bruce campbell he played a spy who was basically bruce campbell he fought claymation monsters he's bruce campbell i'm not a huge fan of him so uh, it's a 3.5 out of me this Christmas we got to do fucking Black Friday, which has Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Thanksgiving cool. movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So here we are, folks. That was our rating system. Lance, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, buddy. Tell people about your show. Yeah. So I am one of the hosts of Comic Book Keepers. We like to break down one comic book character series or series at a time 
and we do a lot of different segments. We like to talk about the creators, uh, how the comic came to be. We like to do a what if segment where we bring on like interesting ideas for stuff. Both of these fine gentlemen have been on my show. Both of their episodes are incredible. I love them. And uh, and we like to do other style episodes too. We've been doing we've been playing around with format, and so we've done uh, like a what are you reading episode where I just bring on somebody and we talk about d- the different issues we've been reading lately. And then uh, the other format it has been um, Crisis on Infinite crossovers, where we like to take an interpublisher crossover and break it down. And because I love the weird, I love the weird wacky storylines. So uh, I think we've done the Power Ranger TMNT crossover, and then we've also done we've done a, a few others. I can't think of them off the top of my head right now, though. But yeah, lots of fun, different things. Contextually, right now in the public zeitgeist, is that they announced a sequel to the Batman versus Spawn. Oh, yes, that's one of my favorite ones of all time because Batman mm-hmm. beats the shit out of Spawn. But the whole time he's breaking his own bones. Oh, so good! It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had. That was the other Crisis on Infinite crossover I had. I had Matt from Hops Geek News on, and we did the two different uh, Batman Spawn crossovers. So, uh, so I'm not saying that Matt and I are the cause of this new one coming out, but I'm saying like say, yeah. we dropped it like a month before it was announced. So. I don't know. Just going along with it. Uh, and so I'll probably have to do a follow-up covering this new one when it drops. Matt always High steals my exclusive. thunder. <laughs> Matt always steals my thunder. Every time. Matt, god damn it. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Dude, I love your show. I love though. you, Matt. <laughs> I love both of your shows. But yeah, I love your show, Lance. I was really happy Thanks, to man. do Satana. I yeah. know that... Uh, Josh, what did you do again? Red Hood. Red Hood. Fucking amazing. Yeah. A great episode. Yeah, your what if is still probably my favorite thing that I've I've edited together. That's easily (laughs) my favorite thing. It's so so funny. I thought I was going to do a bad job. (laughs) No, you did awesome. No, you crushed it. And then uh, Chris did what? He did uh, Carnage? Yeah, Chris has been on for Carnage. And then he came back on for another... Uh, like, because he was the finale for season one, uh, so we did Carnage together. And then, gosh, let me pull this up, just because I we've been rather than doing an episode every other week, we more recently started doing weekly episodes. So we're Whoa. pumping out content. Uh, and so it's been With a little a baby. Hectic. This man is dedicated. Yeah, That's the time to do it. <laughs> Let's see which one was it. It had to have been. I think it was Morbius. Oh yep. shit! Yeah, so I had him on for Morbius before the movie came oh, out. It's Morbin time. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we have fun with that episode too. Hell yeah! Well, we're thrilled to have you on, our number one fan. Sorry you weren't our number one guest, but Zach is also awesome. So um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. If you want to check our social media out or our T-shirts, it's H on H Pod. And our t-shirts are hhpod.threadless.com. Once I get a little more scratch, which should be the next pay period, I'm going to get me some shirts. What kind of shirts are we looking at, Josh? We're looking at tank tops, long sleeves, tees, crew necks, all sorts of shit. Skunks! There's some fucking skunks (laughs) on there. We've got the classic logo. What are some of the other ones we got? Kakoa Shaw approved. 
Kakoa shop. approved. Yeah. Like a sloppy breakfast. Sloppy breakfast. <laughs> so yeah, uh, most of our inside jokes happened at the beginning, but I'm sure we'll have some like Bruce Campbell is. <laughs> we should have yeah. one that says Bruce Campbell mechanical hand. Bloodkaiser. Bloodkaiser. That'd be amazing. That's super uh, funny. Yeah. So we can make that happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> after after you guys did the the malignant review, in my head canon now is I just refer to you guys as the Kakoa Shaw Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I can think of no higher praise. Yeah. Um. Okay, audience. That's Kakoa Shaw approved. That is Kakoa Shaw approved for sure. Well, audience, just remember life is tough, so why not get high on horror?